When we were alone, he said to me, Jack Seward, I don't want to shove myself in anywhere where I've no right to be, but this is no ordinary case. You know I love that girl and wanted to marry her. But although that's all past and gone, I can't help feeling anxious about her all the same. What is it that's wrong with her? The Dutchman, and a fine old fellow he is, I can see that, said that time you two came into the room that you must have another transfusion of blood, and that both you and he were exhausted. Now I know well that you medical men speak in camera, and that a man must not expect to know what they consult about in private. But this is no common matter, and whatever it is, I have done my part. Is that not so? That is so, I said, and he went on. I take it that both you and Van Helsing have done already what I did today. Is that not so? That's so. And I guess Art was in it, too. When I saw him four days ago down at his place, he looked queer. I have not seen anything pulled down so quick since I was in on the Pampas and had a mare that I was fond of go to grass all in the night. One of those big bats that they call vampires had got her in the night. And what with his gorge and the vein left open, there wasn't enough blood in her to let her stand up, and I had to put a bullet through her as she lay. Jack, if you may tell me without betraying confidence, Arthur was the first. Is not that so? As he spoke, the poor fellow looked terribly anxious. He was in a torture of suspense regarding the woman he loved, and his utter ignorance of the terrible mystery which seemed to surround her intensified his pain. His very heart was bleeding, and it took all the manhood of him. But there was a royal lot of it, too, to keep him from breaking down.